because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard the podcast today. You can find it most everywhere. You get your podcasts, including the WDBO app. You can find it in Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well. And check me out on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, with primary day here and gone in the great state of Florida, it's in the rearview mirror right now. So now we can focus on the midterms come this November. And one of those races of interest from a statewide standpoint, and certainly from a nationwide standpoint, is the race for Senate, with the incumbent Marco Rubio taking on U.S. Representative Val Demings. Demings won her Democrat primary handily on Tuesday. Now, a University of North Florida poll released last week raised some eyebrows throughout the state because it's a poll that had Demings out in front of Rubio by four percentage points. Today, here on the Inez Says podcast, I chat with Senator Rubio about that poll, about his opponent Val Demings, and what he'll have to do in order to keep his Senate seat. Here's that conversation now. What do you think of your opponent come this fall, Senator? Yeah, I think it'll be great. I mean, I think that, first of all, she was handpicked by Pelosi and Schumer. You know, she's voted with Pelosi 100% of the time, and so Schumer's looking for someone that's going to go up and vote with him 100% of the time. And so um, it's not a surprise. They drove everybody else out of the primary and made sure she was the nominee and flooded her campaign with money. So now voters are going to get to choose between someone who votes with Pelosi 100% of the time and Val Demings, who has never passed a bill. I mean, she's been there for six years, and people should ask her, like, what have you done in the six years you've been there? She's done nothing. And me, who uh, obviously don't vote with Pelosi 100% of the time, but have actually gotten common sense things done that have nothing to do with partisanship. I, I wrote and passed the PPP law that saves small businesses in America, the VA Accountability Act to bring reforms to the VA. There's still more to be done there, of course. The burn pits legislation to help our veterans. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. And, and so I'm, I'm very proud of all the bills I passed. I'm, I've, I've delivered more than any other senator in America, frankly, over the last 12 years. And, and I, I look forward to running on that record compared to hers of doing nothing. Senator, I'm listening to Representative Demings here in Orlando last night saying that you are our uh, career politician who doesn't show up for work. How do you respond to that? I have achievements. Like, I've gotten stuff done. I've delivered for the state of Florida. Even the New York Times has to acknowledge, for example, that I'm the number one champion and of, of getting things done for the Everglades, as one example. I'm the person that got the import of, of things made from by Uyghur Muslim slaves in China banned from the United States. You know, I'm the person that passed the law to incentivize investment in pediatric cancer drugs. I'm the person who got the child tax credit increase. These are all achievements I've gotten done. She's done nothing. And look, this is a, she, she says what she was. She's politics of the family business. Her husband's a mayor. She's in Congress. She's run for Congress multiple times. Before that, she wanted to be mayor. She wanted to be lieutenant governor in 2014 under Charlie Chris. She wanted to be vice president. Now she, then she was rumored to be looking to run for governor, and now she wants to be a senator. So she spent the last 12 years trying to become a politician, and politics is her family business now. I, I have results in the time I've been here. I've gotten things done for the people of Florida, including people that maybe aren't part of my party, but agree that we should save the Everglades, reform the VA, you know, save small business. She, on the other hand, has done nothing. 
No, that's why she doesn't even acknowledge she's a member of Congress. Senator, let me ask you about the UNF poll that was released last week that has Demings leading you right now, 48 to 44 percent. I know that the following day there was another poll that came out that had you up 11 percentage points. But nonetheless, do you take anything away from that University of North Florida poll last week? Yeah, I do. And that is that, unfortunately, we have this industry of people now that run these polls. Uh, That poll was done by email. Like usually polls, you have to call people on the phone. That was an email poll. They literally just emailed people and tried to do it that way, uh, which is just not legitimate or credible. But look, I don't pay attention to any of these polls. I mean, we had polls in Florida showing Ron DeSantis losing to to um, uh, to what's his name, uh, Gillum, by seven points the mm-hmm. night before the election. Mm-hmm. We had polls showing uh, uh, Biden beating Trump in Florida by three or four points right before the election. And, uh, and that wasn't the case in, in Florida. So at the end of the day, I don't listen to them when I'm up. I don't listen to them when I'm down. This is a state. Frankly, we're, it's a tough state to poll to begin with. A lot of these pollsters are, are either frauds or, 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 frankly, you know, they're just not spending the time and money necessary to run a good poll. The media loves it because they like the horse race coverage and it gives them content. But in the end, it's very simple. There's going to be a choice, a choice between someone who has gotten real things done more than any other senator in this country for his state and for the country and someone who's been in Congress for six years and has done nothing but vote with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time uh, on some of the most radical ideas that have come through the, the Congress. Mm, I, I know Val Demings, at last count, had spent about $11 million on TV and radio campaign ads. Uh, that, that's more than a two-to-one ratio to what you have spent so far to this point. It's a lot of cash. W- where is it yeah. coming from, and, and what do you think the strategy is here as we head toward November with, uh, with the Demings camp? Well, I can tell you where it's not coming from. It's not coming from Florida. Uh, that money's coming through Act Blue, and most of it being raised, you know, from California, New York, Illinois, from all over the country. And we all raise money from different places, but the predominant amount of her money's come from Act Blue. Some of it, frankly, we don't know where it's coming from because Act Blue doesn't require you to put what they call your CVV number on your credit card. So we don't even know if the donor is overseas in many cases, because uh, they don't even know where the money's coming from. But look, no amount of money. We're, we need the money to tell our story and run our campaign. This, we expect it to be outraised. The left has been outraising the right for a very long time. Our, our supporters are not affluent suburban liberals and Marxist misfits. Our supporters are working people that are struggling with gas prices that are a dollar higher than they were when Joe Biden took over, with inflation, with a nation that's in recession. Our economy's in recession. I don't care what the people talking heads on TV say you talk to people on the street, they'll tell you that. And, um, and, they're, and they're struggling. And so it's harder to raise money among our base, but they'll vote and they're going to vote in November and they're going to make sure that these people don't ruin our state and, and, and that there's some balance in Washington and a pushback against this administration and its incompetence and its radical lean. So um, I'm confident in that outcome if we do what needs to be done and we'll have the resources if people help us to get the word out. And but uh, she's going to raise more money than me because you know liberals are pouring money into Florida, uh, trying to flip the state. Senator, what do you make of Representative Deming saying at one point that defunding the police was very thoughtful, and the riots that occurred that summer, he she called them a beautiful sight. What do you make of those comments that she you made? You know, you know what the, the outrageous part about that is that she knows better, right? She was a police officer. She was a police chief, as she likes to tell everybody. But that's even worse because that means you know the truth, and yet when she decided, I'm gonna, she wants to be the vice president, right? She wants to be picked instead of Kamala Harris. She wanted it to be her, and obviously on the. Rest 
radical left. They And the articles are out there. Oh, the liability and hit on her was that she used to be a police officer. So she ran from that. And she decided, I'm going to go out and show people that I am as far left as they are. And so she went out and talked about not just that it was a beautiful sight to see the riots and that Minneapolis was very thoughtful when they talked about defunding the police. She went further. I mean, she went further by voting for a bill that allows uh, police officers to be sued individually, you know, getting, getting rid of their qualified immunity. Look, there's a reason why 57 of Florida's, you know, 66 elected sheriffs have supported me, why the PBA endorses me, the FOP, the Association of Police Chiefs, the Sheriff's Association, every major law enforcement group in Florida has endorsed me because she turned their back. She turned her back on law enforcement. And what's worse is she used her previous service in law enforcement to give credibility to these anti-police voices on the far left. Well, Senator, final question. We'll let you go. We were talking with a political analyst earlier this week, and he was saying he's doubting that there's going to be this true red wave come November, despite the record crime, despite the inflation, the chaos at the border, the the record low poll numbers from President Biden. Are Republicans, are they going to be able to take back the House and the Senate this November? What do you think, Senator? Well, that's a national question, right? So every state has unique circumstances behind it. It's very, I mean, that's up to the voters, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, if people turn out in vote if they if people walk around assuming this is a done deal things are so bad it's automatic that biden and the democrats are going to suffer then you could have downturn you know downturn in the turnout and uh we don't want to see that so i think it's important that people know look you got to come out and vote don't just assume ron DeSantis is going to be reelected right? Because his opponent is someone that you can't imagine being governor. Um, you got to turn out and vote. Same with me. Don't just assume that people are going to win because some pollster tells you that or because some analyst says it. It's all deter- depends. And, and that's why these consultants and all these analysts have been wrong for the last three election cycles, um, uh, because they, they, they misread what people are actually going to do on election day. So I think it's this. If people come out and vote, particularly those who care about the future of our country and are worried about the direction of our country right now, then I think we're going to have a lot of wins around the country. We will be in the majority, and we're going to win in Florida. If somehow people stay home because they think it's a done deal and they believe some of the stuff that people are saying about that, then you know we could have a closer races than we had anticipated. So I don't know. I know I got my race. I want people to come out and vote. I'm asking them to vote for me. It's a very clear choice. Even if you don't agree with me on everything, you should agree that our senator should be someone that gets things done and delivers for the state and for the people of the country. I've done that. She's been in Congress. She hasn't done anything. And that's uh, at all, except appear on MSNBC. So, um, look, I, I, uh, I think these are pretty clear choices, and I hope and I have confidence people will make the right one when the time comes. Thanks to U.S. Senator Marco Rubio for the chat here on the Inez Says Podcast. That will wrap it up for the pod. Remember, check me out on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.